This is the Education Matters Podcast brought to you by I Read to Live Initiative. On this podcast, we're digging deep into conversations with students and educators who are leading sustainable targets of quality education to ensure equity and inclusion. My name is Jacob Sule. I am your host. Welcome to the I Read to Live Podcast, a podcast session where education matters. Thank you once again for joining this week's editions of the I Read to Live podcast. The conversation is a collaborative effort of Faith and Jacob, which is aimed at disrupting the narratives of education and access to learning. We're going to dig deep into conversations with educators and students who are leading sustainable targets of quality education, inclusion, and quality education. On this conversation today, I have with me two uh, distinguished ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, who have very peculiar and almost similar background. So on this show today, we have Adula. Adula is um, an MPA candidate at the American University. She was born in Cairo, in Egypt. Her family originally from South Sudan and immigrated as refugee to the United States at the age of six, and in turn resettled in South Lake City, Utah. And she spent her adolescent years here in the United States. Adula graduated from the West High School in 2015, then went to the University of Utah to pursue a bachelor's degree and graduated in 2019 with bachelor's of science in political science and the other in ethnic studies. Adula, after completing her undergraduate study, took some time to work full-time in the nonprofit world before applying to get a master's program. Recently, she started a master's program at American University, a master's in public administration, and she's expected to graduate with a master's program by the fall of 2023. Adula plans on staying in the nonprofit industry and continuing passion of serving marginalized communities upon graduation. Welcome to the conversation today, Adula. Thank you, Jacob. Thank you for that lovely intro. I'm really happy to be here. So, Faith, do you want to quickly uh, make some comments and welcome um, Adula again? It's a pleasure to meet you, Adula. Um, I hope that we we get to have a great conversation today. My name is Faith, and um, you know, no no big deal. Just uh, did my master's in law and policy in California. Finished that in two thousand and seventeen, uh, and been consulting privately ever since. Um, so, you know, it's a pleasure to meet you, Adula. Thank you so much, Faith. Thank you so much, Adula. So very quickly, um, Adula, can you tell us about your interest in global education? Because your background is in political science and ethnic studies. And how does this all connect the influence of your work and education? Very quickly, Adula. Yeah. So when I think about the role education has had in my life, um, it's been a pretty significant one. Um, Part of the reason why my family migrated to the U.S., was because of education. They wanted us to have more opportunities. They want us to be able to, you know, get um, our education beyond like the K through 12 system because of where we're from, the opportunities aren't as um, available and they're very limited, especially being a woman. Um, So I think, you know, just getting the chance 
to study here, grow up within the United States and get my bachelor's has been um, amazing. And with political science and ethnic studies, they worked really well together. I got to learn about the political system in the US and just how that operates. And then also with ethnic studies, I really got to learn about the historical connotations of what that means for the minorities that have, you know, existed here for so long. And I think when it comes to the global education context, like I realized how much of a privilege I have and a lot of people within the U.S. context have with just like, you know, getting education or having that leeway to, you know, have that choice. Because we know in a lot of countries, including my own, a lot of people don't have that same privilege. So, yeah. <laughs> Thank you so much for that interesting background. I could see that what actually brought you from your country was um, access to quality education. And uh, mm -hmm. that has been very interesting. Seeing how far you've um, gone with your academics and your current um, sojourning at the American University as a graduate student. So Faith, do you want to take the next question? Hit me, man. Hit me. Right. Um, in case of our audience and members that are unsure about this conversation, which is um, on the education matters, can you grieve, can you both like give a brief synopsis of your transitioning as an immigrant from South Sudan and from Nigeria to the US? So I'm faith, can you quickly take that? Yeah, I mean, just like uh, Adula said, I think that. Um, education was definitely my own opportunity to be able to um, get a better life for myself. You know, I left Nigeria at 25. And at that time, I really couldn't use any other avenue, like, you know, having a job or any other thing. So it was education. And that was how I was able to, you know, go after my other alternative ambitions. So, I mean, for anyone who, I don't think anyone listening to this is on the fence about whether or not education is important. I'm sure maybe they just want to find out how can they help? Like, what's going on? What are we talking about? So I think that I'm interested in education because of the trends, the work trends, the future of work, and the fact that uh, pretty much where we've gotten to today has been because of people who cared about work. They gave us this capitalist structure. It's worked so far. And I know that a lot of things will change in it. And I just want us to, to be a part of that conversation. Yeah, um, Adula, what is your own idea of like what what has it been like transitioning as an um, like an immigrant from south sudan to the us now as um, a graduate student just tell us about your experience yeah um, my experience is pretty interesting so um i came from cairo egypt that's where i was raised and born for about five six years um, but my family you know and i consider myself definitely south sudanese that cultural um, heritage still stays like very strong to me. So coming here, I remember when I was about like, you know, very young, it was pretty much like a big culture shock. I didn't speak any English. Um, I came to a very predominantly white state. Um, Salt Lake City is in Utah. If people want to know, it's very close to California. So it's on the west side of the country. Um, so I was trying to get used to, you know, a lot of times being the only black student or just the only minority student in my classrooms, um, which was very intimidating, you know, compiling the fact that you didn't speak their language. 
So, you know, I, I, I feel like I struggled at first for sure, just trying to get adjusted and transition into this new culture or like this new place that I had to call home. Um, but definitely um, it got better along the lines of like junior high and high school. Um, I was able to learn English very quickly and apply it just to my studies. Like my favorite subjects happen to be English, literature and history. Um, and yeah, I think, you know, with with any transition, even like dealing with the transition of moving out here, it's always going to be hard at first because you kind of have to find your rhythm. You have to find your community as far as like building it back up. And then also just like reminding yourself, like, you know, I'm here for a reason. Um, so I think, yeah, my journey definitely has been, it's been long. <laughs> it's been um, crazy at times, but I'm still like just very grateful for all the opportunities I've been given and, you know, and like the hard choices that my family and parents had to make in order for us to be where we are now. I thank you so much for that line of thought, Adula. For those who have been joining this conversation, Adula has been sharing her thoughts about her transitioning from South Sudan to Nigeria. And you all heard that she said she's here for a reason and the reason is to get access to education. Mm -hmm. Yes, yes, thank you so much, uh, Jacob, for the opportunity. Adula, I've lived in America for five years and Jacob has lived in America for two months now. What advice do you have for the people that we call Johnny Just Come in Nigeria? Those are new people. So what advice, what is it that you maybe learned years later that you could tell us now as immigrants? Yeah, no, that's a great question. I think my biggest piece of advice would to definitely trying to find like a community. So that could be people that are also, you know, recently transitioned here from the same area or people like me who are also first generation um, where the transition for me didn't happen as recent, but I still, you know, consider myself first generation because we can, in that way, we can share our stories and we can also kind of see what commonalities we have and that can really help us when it comes to adjusting to such a new place, such a new environment. Um, so yeah, I think having a community is definitely helpful. And then also just staying in touch with your community back home as well. Um, you know, part of being within the century, we are so lucky to be able to like pick up the phone and call people and just check in and see how they're doing. So definitely try to utilize that as well, because there are going to be hard days where you question why you were here or like you know especially those when you're very very brand new you're just like oh my goodness what am i doing but you know having a simple call from home can remind you of that as well and then lastly um i say definitely like doing your due diligence like of course education is the focus it's why you're here but also try to find hobbies or things that are kind of outside of that realm. So whether that's like exploring the area you live in, like for us, we live in the DC area and there's just so many different things you can do. I personally love going to the museums and that's like a way for me to learn more about the history of like where I currently am um, or even just going out to places like a farmer's market or shopping, like things like that, just to kind of like, you know, let you get a breather because um, 
you want to show up as your best self when it comes to education and like putting your best foot forward but you can't really do that if you know mentally or emotionally you're really struggling so i say definitely take care of those make that your priority and then also build a community around that so they can support you during this process truly terrific adula did say have a community build yourself ask questions go to sites check museums and then try to catch a breather all works and no play makes adula and faith like a boy like we say in africa that will take me to the next question on this conversation we all have something in common together as immigrants who have transitioned so the next question will be that education remains the passport that unifies all of us you're from south sudan we both are from nigeria now, do you see similar enthusiasm about education in the region in which you're coming from in South Sudan? And how do you intend to implement the skills in which you've learned over the years in the US back in your home country in South Sudan, if you would have cause to return there in the next future? Yeah, wow, that, that's a good question. <laughs> it's a little mouthful, so I'll do my best to answer it. Um, I think with the first part of just like about the enthusiasm of education in in Sudan um I feel like I can't speak to it too much as far as like you know in that region itself but I do know like just knowing how much um my family takes a lot of pride in me pursuing my education and having these degrees and just being like, you know, a knowledgeable person. They take a lot of pride in that and it brings a lot of happiness to our family name. And I do still have some family back in South Sudan and I have some that, you know, work within the government um, and they got those positions because they have an education. Um, so I think, you know, the enthusiasm is definitely there. I see it within my own community here in the US. Like I know a lot of, of you know, my own South Sudanese colleagues that are also trying to pursue their college education. And they're hoping, you know, with that, we can give back to our community. And that's definitely what I want to do. Like, I know I said I'm passionate serving marginalized community, um, communities, and that definitely includes my own community. So I know one thing I'd really love to do is just to give back in some way. So whether that's, you know, being a mentor, being someone that people, younger generations, especially like I have a lot of little cousins, I'm a role model to them. I wanna show them that, you know, there's so much more to this world um, than what you see on social media with the TikTok dances and all of that. Like that's fun, but you know, education is really gonna be, like you said, your passport into something great. Um, and, you know, I want to be the catalyst that like spreads that message, whether that's here or even just back home. Like one of my biggest goals, once I graduate, I would love to go back home um, and pay a visit to my family, my village, my heritage, and just like being able to come back with, you know, these degrees that tied to, tied to my name is such a huge honor. So, um, yeah, I hope I answered that question. You could definitely... <laughs> Absolutely. Like I'm totally blown away. You have this whole vision in your heart. You want to beat people. You don't just want to be selfish. You want to see how you can extend your magnanimity to people to also have access to education. That is truly 
terrific. Um, before we go on this show, we're just going to um, take the very last question so that um, we can also get to some other things. Now, you must have traveled far and wide during the process of your transitioning. You must have seen useful resources that could help people and all that. Very quickly, are there some key resources you can suggest to folks? And then how can we use our global connections? Mm -hmm. Like you just said, we need not restrict ourselves to what we see on the social media. So how do you think um, you can support work in, in education? And for those who want to reach out to you to also support your work, how do you think they can research, um, reach out to you as we close this conversation today? Yeah, yeah, definitely. I think as far as like key resources, I'm definitely a person that tries to like utilize um, what I have around me. So like back home, when I was a student at the University of Utah, I was very in touch with the community centers there. So for the center of like uh, diversity and excellence, I did a lot of work with them because I found that to be important and I was also part of their black student union. But um, as far as just like some key resources to have, I'm like, dang, <laughs> I should have came prepared for this. But I know like when my family first transitioned um, to the US, we had a lot of help from different nonprofits. And one of them was the IRC, so the International Rescue Committee. Um, they were able to, you know, just help us with the transition, really get settled in and make sure that we had everything that we need. And then another resource was the church, you know, within that community, whether that's the Catholic community services or the Mormon church as well. But I think, you know, again, with this opportunity, of like having such quick access to the Internet, um, I definitely try to utilize that as far as like, you know, what's around me that I can really use to my advantage um, that can, you know, help me with what I'm going through right now. Um, and then with the connections, you know, I, I am on Instagram. Um, <laughs> I'm like, Jacob can definitely link my Instagram name in the show notes. But for, for anyone that's wondering, it's underscore Adula. And my name spelled A-D-O-U-L-A. Um, and it is private, but, you know, I'm definitely active in, like, accepting people. And I'll, if I get a flood, I'll know it's from this. Um, and with that, like, I would love to receive any DMs if people have questions. Like, being a first-generation college student, I had to learn a lot of things on my own. And now that I've kind of gone through that process and I, I know a few things, I'd definitely be able to, like, I'd definitely be happy to help people with, you know, just with little questions like that. And Excellent. Thank you. And Faith, very quickly. Oh, yeah, real quick. Um, I mean, Adula, I hope we're, we're going to be, Jacob is going to bring you, you know, back again because, you know, there, there's a lot to talk about. You, you're like a, maybe a decade or, or, or thereabout ahead of us. And, and, and we want to learn some of those things, right? So the one thing that I would say is resources, Jacob. My resource is people, right? Nobody's trying to get you, get that out of your head. Of course, there's danger in America. There's danger everywhere else, right? I, I mean, I faced incredible danger before I left Nigeria. So nobody's trying to get you. Your strongest resources here are people. So if you ask me a question like, what are the resources that I would say? I would say all the good things that have happened to me here, they've been from people. So the greatest resource are the network, the people around you, the connections. So don't neglect them. Thank you. Thank you very sincerely, Faith. 
and Adula. Adula has brought a new dimension into our conversation today on education matters. She's been able to take us through her journey as an immigrant and now currently studying for her graduate studies at American University. Adula talked about building a community, reaching out to people to have someone to talk with, and then going beyond the four walls of your classroom to see how you can get access to education and learn deliberately, and then being conscious about what you learned. And Faith has also round up by saying that the greatest resources in which he has are the people in which he has around them. We've come to the end of this conversation today. Distinguished ladies and gentlemen at home, you've been listening to the Education Matters podcast hosted on the Read to Live initiative. Um, Adula has been speaking to us about our transitioning, and we do hope to keep in touch with you and see how we can get you in our subsequent conversation on the show. Thank you very much for listening. Do have a great day ahead. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks again, Jacob. Nice meeting you. On this podcast, we're digging deep into conversations with students and educators who are leading sustainable targets of quality education to ensure equity and inclusion. My name is Jacob Soleil.